Uh, hello there and welcome to our brand new podcast, Mind the Age Gap, with me, Steve Marsh. Me, Janine Marsh. And me, Meg Not Marsh. <laughs> That's what we refer to her as, Meg Not Meg Marsh. Meg Not Marsh. But let's actually just explain our relationship, everybody. How do we know each other? Why are we sat here together? Why does that make me feel slightly creepy <laughs> when you do it? It feels like when you do icebreakers at school, yeah. you have to say an interesting fact. <laughs> or like in a doctor's... Um, Serge, I don't, yes, I don't want to know what's wrong with you, ladies. <laughs> just, just tell people wh- why we know each other, why we're sat here, why we're talking together. Well, I'm your wife, so that's a, that's quick a good introduction. Reason. <laughs> that's yeah, a yeah, good yeah. Reason. And I know you both from producing your show on the radio. Um, we were having a conversation earlier this week about we know someone, a friend of ours, shall we say, who has been in a relationship that's been on the decline for quite some time, and that person has not done anything about ending that relationship at Wimped all. Out, yeah. Totally. I think that person and I'm obviously being careful not to, to name this person, um, <laughs> is just hoping it will fizzle out and oh just go God, nowhere. It's not ghosting, is it? Because you're still in contact with them and you're just being a little bit vague, but you're just hoping, like you say, that they're going to take control of the situation and go, oh, you know what, this isn't working for me. And also, I do still think that they are still going on the occasional date. Yeah. Oh, my God, can you, you imagine know? knowing that you don't want to be with someone and still dating them? It's just no. so mean. I can't do it. It's so just, de- like, it's so deceiving. It's You're not, deceiving them. Not only is it deceiving, it's, but it's also what oh, a waste of your own time. What a waste of your yeah. own time, though, seriously. If you're going to be selfish about it, which is which this person is being quite selfish about it, if you're going to be really selfish about it, you're wasting your own time here. It on, is essentially on breadcrumbing. That's exactly what it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's sort of like, you know, every now and again, tapping into it and saying, oh, shall we do this or shall we do that? The only thing I would say that is, and it's certainly not justification, but the only thing I would say is it's really difficult to dump someone. I agree. I find that whole scenario, if you can get away with not doing it, I understand that to a certain extent. Yeah, but how yeah. awkward must it be to be on a date with someone that you know you were going to dump? Well, that I, must be tricky, right? Well, yeah. I, so I used to go out with a girl many years ago who would, um, after the, the sort of the initial period of, a, let's say, four weeks, a month. Honeymoon period. Honeymoon period. She, It was quite evident she had a huge, like a huge temper on her. Mm. It would like it would be there would be arguments in public places over minor things. She was a loose cannon. Totally, like a hundred percent. But we were going on holiday, <laughs> and we would literally just got through all the passport control and everything. We sit down, and she said, "I'm going to go and have a look in duty free." And I went, "Fine, I'm going to go and buy a magazine. I'll I'll meet you in the pub. There was a bar. I said I'll meet you in the bar." And she started crying because she wanted me to walk around duty free, and not only did she want to expect to ask like she shouldn't have to ask me to do that i should want <laughs> to be with her walking around the duty free so she started crying and this is sat on the those you know those little couches yeah yeah, yeah. and you sat like directly across from people aren't you there's loads of people right in front of yeah. you so she started crying in front of all these people and everyone's immediately looking at me as if i'm like this horrible guy who's just clearly done something outrageous and horrific and i know you and i know that you go bright red oh, so at the smallest situations so yeah. she was going i'm gonna walk back through I'm walking back. I'm not going on this holiday. I'm walking back through. Was the part of you that thought, "Go on, then"? Well, for you know, for the <laughs> briefest second, you go, "Could I do this? Maybe I could." No, I could. No, of course I couldn't. Of course I couldn't. So anyway, I managed to calm the situation down a bit. It was mortifying. It really was. But anyway, we get on holiday. You know, the hotel wasn't amazing. But this was, you know, I'd pay for the hotel, if I'm honest. This was a long time ago. Oh, you Don't have get annoyed. Um, <laughs> uh, the hotel wasn't amazing. So anyway, she'd moaned about everything. And on the first day of the hotel, I knew 
that I was going to finish this relationship when I got home. So we had a week to go. Oh we had a God. week to go. That's even worse. In which, you know, we, we were in each other's company. company and 24 I knew... 24-7. I knew that this was going to... So when you're saying how difficult it must be to be on a date, the date is, what, a few hours. You can get away with a yeah. few hours. So we were together for seven days, 24 hours a day. The problem was she got she had a great time on the holiday. Yeah. And she was like, oh, God, this was amazing. Brought us together. It's really brought us together. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrific. So I kind of went home. I left it a week or so, and at that point, I said, look, let's meet up, let's meet for a coffee. We met up on a Saturday afternoon, we met for a coffee. In public. And I said, look, I, th- I think we need to I think we need to call it a day. And then we kind of talked it out. It was all right. We kind of talked it out, and we kind of, by the end of it, after an hour of chatting, it was kind of like, oh, God, what were we like? What a pair of idiots we were, and this, that, and the other. And then she went, look, totally as mates, um, it's Saturday, it was a Saturday, do you want to go for a drink? So I went... All right, we'll go for a quick drink. And that's, this was the mistake I made, was going for a drink. Because going for a drink, we had two or three pints, laughed, fun. But surely at that point, don't you know as a man yes. that you're leading her on, really? I wouldn't because... go as to say I'm leading her on. but No, we... you are, because it's false hope. Like, even, like, if you didn't realise at the time, in retrospect, couldn't you appreciate that oh, maybe, totally. like, yeah, she thought she, she could thought, win you out. Game on, yeah, I'll, I'll win him round and everything's going to be fine. And this is how kind of emotionally inept I was at the time. You kind of go, it was such a weight off my shoulders. I was like, oh, yeah, I do fancy a drink, actually. <laughs> it was really... <laughs> Really like that. It was like, oh, we're just mates now. We're just, oh, come on. We can go for a couple of pints, me and you. So anyway, we go for a couple of pints, and I think it's right. Great, we've had a couple of beers. We're going to leave on good terms. And I say, right, okay. Um, do you want me? Do you want to jump in a taxi? I'll see you into a taxi, and I'll, you know, take care of yourself. And she went, what? Are we not getting back together? And I, oh no, this is backfired. Uh, I didn't say those words. <laughs> but I, went, I thought it. I went, no. I said, well, no, I, was, I thought we were just saying saying goodbye and farewells and stuff. And she punched me, right? <laughs> she punched me like a straight shot, like a full-on, like not like a slap. It wasn't a slap. It was were a square shot. Massively, yeah, I was really shocked. I had to grab her hands and kind of hold them down. Oh, that just makes you more angry. Well, what am I supposed to do? Let her beat me up in a bar. Immediately, I've got hold of her hands, I'm struggling. A girl next to the bar comes over and goes, hey, calm down, stop it, he's not worth it. I was like, you don't even know the story. We're finished, <laughs> we're not done anything. It. He's not worth it. I think some people, they were impossible to dump. The guy that I went out with... And it turned out that he was a bit of a weirdo. And I realised, like, after after one day where we'd gone out drinking, I thought, I don't ever want to see you again. And I remember physically running off. I was in Manchester, um, through, like, the centre of town, getting my heels stuck in a tram track, breaking it off, laughing oh my, my head God. off, going home and just going, I never want to see this guy again. <laughs> and we'd been on a few dates and stuff. It was nothing, like, massively serious. But I I was the sort of ghoster at this point. You know, you start missing calls and, and just thinking, surely they'll just get the point if I back off a little bit. But he was genuinely surprised when I, I called it off. But he wouldn't have it. I tried to do all of the cliche lines of oh you know I'm, I'm just a bit too busy with work well if you really like me you'd make time you know just for every oh for every sort of argument I had he had a counter argument for it and made it so difficult for me like to be able to do it and in the end I just sort of you know stuck to my guns and, and got rid of him and that was it anyway turns out Literally, I think it was what, like three months later, I had a missed call when I'd gone to the gym from some woman who was in like frantic tears, rung her back 
And this woman was engaged to him. He'd hidden his whole relationship with her from me. I had a massive conversation on the phone, told her about the dates that we'd been on, was really honest, said that if you know, she lived in London, I said, if you're in Manchester, come and meet up with me. I'm, I'll happily like talk you through everything. I was like a counsellor. I spent hours to her on the phone. Oh and yeah, this guy, the one who didn't want to be dumped, was actually cheating on his fiance. Crazy. Oh God. Have you dumped anyone, Meg? I've never had to dump anyone. It's horrible. You've always been dumped. No, I've just never like. <laughs> I've never had to take it so like that far, like in a relationship that you could call it dump or being dumped. But it was like mutual, like this was just not going to go anywhere. Or one time, I think you're probably gay. That and to be fair, he did end up being gay. <laughs> well, I've never used that one. <laughs> so um, I think you're that, gay. No, listen. Let, I need to know how this happened. So you said you've been out. Of, you've been out with this guy a few times, yeah? I'd, I'd met him and I did really get on with him. And I wanted to know if it was more than us just being like really good friends because we just got on really well. Did you kiss him? No, but this is the problem. Like he, we kept going on dates, and he just wouldn't make a move. And I was like, "Why is he not like even trying to make a move? This is ridiculous." And he like, must I, be gay. Like, he must be gay. No, but like, I'd be like, "Is this a date?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah." Like, can we call it a date? And I was like, "Yeah." And then just nothing would happen. And I'd be like, "Surely we've been in every situation. You could have kissed me if you wanted to, but I'm. I don't want to kiss you because I'm not convinced that." what you want so I think I put it down to the fact that he was going to university I was like I just don't think like with us being we're not very serious right now so I think you should just go to uni and like explore yourself aka why don't you try kissing some boys and then like literally <laughs> next time I met him he was like it's a friend I asked hey girlfriend well I saw his friend and his friend was like oh yeah he's uh he's come out as bi and, and I was like he's not though is he and he went no no he's just gay <laughs> I was like yeah I pretty much guessed that and then like a year later I saw him and his whole like he'd just come out of his shell and it was like Aww. he'd clearly been holding a lot of this in so i didn't want to be a beard to someone what, I, did he, I totally get that did he say anything to you about when you saw him again did he say anything to what obviously you'd been out a few times did he ever mention that or why he'd never tried anything on no but i mean it's kind of self-explanatory isn't it and he said that he was like really happy that i'd like found someone like he said it as if like i'd never find anyone oh like, yeah like, exactly <laughs> i'm so glad you found someone who can actually like you and hold on to him meg you. hold on to him because you'll find it tough <laughs> <laughs> Steve, do you think, right, because I know that we've both been through this and that Meg probably hasn't been through it then, do you think before you actually settle down with somebody, get married and everything like that, that you should suffer heartbreak at least once in your life? Because real heartbreak is horrible. Like, you can't eat, you can't sleep, you feel sick. It, I, like, I'm, I just don't even know other than that how to describe it. Like, everything makes you sad. You listen to a song, it makes you cry. You listen to the lyrics in songs more. You watch films and they make you feel upset. That's like proper heartbreak. Do you think, see, you could settle down with somebody before you've experienced that? I'd like to say... Uh, see, you can't, your immediate reaction is to go... Um, everybody should experience it because it makes you realise how, how valuable and precious yeah. a relationship is. But if you if you kind of know that anyway, because I, I think I, I think for some people, it probably is a good idea, like people like me, it yeah. was probably a good idea I think you needed to realise. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. totally agree with that. I think for people like me, it was a good idea because, you know, up to that point, you don't appreciate it as much. I, I know it's a bit of a cliche, you don't know what you've got till it's gone and all that sort of stuff, but I, but you, the kind of person I was when we met and, and stuff like that, you do kind of need to realise what you've got in order to truly appreciate it. And once you do, then it's different, but 
I'm guessing someone like Meg, you probably really appreciate your other half and don't really need to be have your heart broken before. But then the other thing is as well, the, I mean, this again is a cliche, but you're 21. Yeah. This is probably your first serious relationship. Yeah, it is. And another one would be, and we've had this conversation, but I don't think this is true for everybody. We've said you probably need a couple of serious relationships under your belt as well before you realise why... They were just young relationships and stuff like that. But I think, again, that's quite patronising to say. But, again, I think it applies to someone like me more than it applies to you. I don't know. Like, you can be honest and say, like, you think that, but you can't choose when you're going to meet the right person. If you'd have no, met Janine yeah. when you were 18... Like, that's like you're saying, well, I wouldn't have got together with him. Well, (laughs) do you know what I mean? I don't know if you would. If you believe that you're like meant, certain people are meant to be together, then you can't help if you meet when you're 18 or 80. It's always going to happen. And whether you've been through stuff or not. And I think as well, like, I know what you mean. And I'm sure there are advantages to like having been through that. But I think sometimes people are like, well, you're only 21. But I was with like Ricky through like university, through losing my dad, like everything. So I've done so much growing up that even though I've changed as a person, I'm still, like, I still want to be with him. I think people, when they're young, can change so much, so you're not meant to be together because you change as a person. But I've been through so much with him and changed, and I still know that it's right. I know that we weren't as mature as you when we were your age. Oh, definitely Hands down. Steve wasn't, like, beyond 30. (laughs) 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 But, But, no, it's true. And I can hold my hands up and say that I wasn't as mature as you at your age. So I, I think that ours is a totally different situation and we're, we are different people. So I was just throwing it out there because I have had my heart broken. It is horrible. I don't really want to go through it. So I know, I don't blame avoid. you. I don't want you to. <laughs> 